Welcome to episode 45 of the BizTalk with Bill Roy podcast. Our podcast goal is to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, and organizations and issues that make up Wichita's important business community. We thank you for listening and thank you very much if you're a subscriber. We appreciate it. Wichita's beginning a new effort to find out what Wichitans want and to plot a 10-year course to make that vision come true. Two of the Project Wichita co-chairs are with me today. We'll talk about the project and the process. First, a few notes about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Our big story this week, Wichita area construction companies have great opportunities for careers. We've been talking for the past couple of years about the need for skilled workers in a variety of industries, and this week we focus on construction. Area companies badly need workers. Demand is high, so pay is really good. Many construction workers are making as much, sometimes more, than their high school classmates who went to college. And construction companies are being proactive in attracting new workers. That story begins on page 8. Our lists, Wichita Area Securities Brokers, ranked by Series 7 Licensed Brokers. The number of brokers dropped last year. We let you know why. And a bonus list, Wichita Area Specialty Hospitals. They begin on page 18. Mayor Jeff Longwell calls it a turf war. Visit Wichita's telling the Greater Wichita Sports Commission they have a month to get out of their office space. We have details of that story online and in the weekly edition on page 6. This week we spend 10 minutes with Alicia Sanchez. She's the chair of the Hispanic Chamber Board and Director of Diversity and Inclusion at Wichita State. She's also a mom. Read about her busy life on page 27. You should check out our leads section, a great business resource. You can see who filed a new lawsuit, who created a new corporation, real estate deals, who owes federal and state taxes, bankruptcies, and building permits. This week it starts on page 24. Back with Debbie Gann and Aaron Bastian in a moment. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Project Wichita is an effort to create a vision for our community and follow through with it in the next decade. More than 70 Wichita area companies and organizations have signed on to support the effort, including the Wichita Business Journal. Today, we learn more about the effort with two of the four Project Wichita co-chairs. Debbie Gann is Vice President of Communications and Public Affairs at Spirit Era Systems. Aaron Bastian is President of Fidelity Bank here in Wichita. Thanks for being with us. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. Let's begin by telling folks the basics of what Project Wichita is, and then we'll dig into the details. So Project Wichita is a large region-wide community visioning effort with the goal of getting a massive amount of input from the citizens across our region about what they want it to look like in the future. You know, what would keep you in the Wichita area 10 years from now? What's really important? What do you want to see for your kids or your grandkids in the future? And uh, we've devised, with the help of Wichita State's public policy group, a what I would call an exhaustive process to gather all that information uh, between now and the end of 2018. Where did this idea come from? Well, it really grew out of um, 
some meetings that we had uh, at the Greater Wichita Partnership last year with Steve Lacey, uh, um, a guy who led a project similar to this uh, in Des Moines. Uh, they did a visioning process, and, and we'd also done some city-to-city -city trips there and to Omaha, another community that's kind of gone through this process. But we also understood that what was right for those two communities wasn't necessarily right for Wichita. Right. We have to have our own vision because we're unique, and, and we don't know what our citizens really want this community to be. But at the very base, it's about who's going to decide what our future is. And I think we all agreed after talking that, hey, our community, we ought to decide what we look like instead of letting somebody from the outside or just uh, happenstance right. occur to us. So it's it's trying to be very intentional and go out and really understand what people want. As I mentioned, there are four co-chairs altogether. Tell us about the other two as well. Uh, so the other two are Scott Schwindeman, who's with Lubrication Engineers, uh, and has been involved in the community, past chamber uh, board chair, right. uh, et cetera. And then Justin White, who's with the Boys and Girls Club. And uh, both of them have been phenomenal to work with and bring their own uh, unique strengths to this process. Talk about the timeline. There is a sense of urgency with this process, right? Correct. Absolutely. I mean, we just really started talking about this again. Uh, Steve Lacey came in the in the fourth quarter of last year and, and spoke to us at the partnerships annual meeting. And then it, it was kind of an iterative process after that. But we really launched this thing uh, in February. And here we are in early April. And as you said, we've got 70, more than 70 businesses signed on. And we are well into the process. Uh, Wichita State's been engaged. We're starting to hold some of the focus groups. And really the plan is to move as quickly as we can first to listen um, and have you know, hold these focus groups, have the community identify what's important. Then Wichita State will launch some surveys uh, because we want to use every means possible to make sure that everybody's voice is heard. If you want to have a voice in this process, we want to make sure we have a means for you to deliver your, uh, your thoughts. And then Wichita State will take all that information and, and bucket it into, you know, what are the top five to eight priorities of that it came out of this process. And then the visioning team, those 70 companies have representatives and they will really take those and, and come up with actionable plans. And we wanna have all that done and present that back to the community before the end of the year. So very aggressive timeline, um, but I think there's a lot of momentum and this is the time to do it. It's called Project Wichita. Are you limiting the input, the voices to folks who are from Wichita or live in Wichita? We are not. Uh, we've called it Project Wichita because we think the health and long-term strength of Wichita is crucial for the region, but this is a regional process. And we very much uh, have intentionally built it so that we get as broad of, of input as possible from all over the region. If somebody hears this and they say, well, maybe I want to get involved in that. I, wanna, I want my, my voice to be heard. How do they do that? How do they go about that? They can go onto the website, uh, projectwichita.org, and there's a, a way to sign up and say, yeah, I want to be a part of it. Let me know. We'll have a great need for uh, volunteers uh, to conduct focus groups, and we do have uh, training through Wichita State, uh, but it's not rocket science. Right. It really is very basic about 
what do you want this community to look like? Uh, we're also going to try to get out to big events like the River Fest and, and other events to try to get input there. So we need a bevy of people willing to, to jump in and help us. And you can, you can certainly indicate your willingness on that website. And I'd also note that one of the things that is really crucial to this process is our use of technology. Right. So we're going to be sharing the focus group questions. We're going to be sharing the survey online so that if somebody wants to download the focus group questions and have a focus group with their book club or uh, somebody at their church, it's available. And we encourage that. And then you, you'll be able to upload the results back to the Project Wichita website. With this podcast, there will be a blog, and we will list all that information on the blog, not only the website, but some of the social media contacts as well, uh, so folks can be able to find that. How does this effort differ from some that have come before it, maybe visioneering, uh, Blueprint for Regional Economic Growth? How does this differ from that process? Project Wichita is born out of momentum in our region. This has been a very good several year uh, improving economy. Uh, The changes that are happening in our region are very positive. And this is born from momentum. Right. And I think that is what sets this apart in a major way. Uh, In in most communities, vision work is born from crisis. It's, you know, gosh, something bad happened. Now we have to react to it. Right. And it's a reactive process. This is is much more forward looking. And I think that's going to that sets it apart. I also think one of the things that's really important to note of the 70, I think we're up to 77 now, organizations that have agreed to support Project Wichita, that's a very broad-based coalition of city and county government, of large and small nonprofits, of large and small businesses, individuals. Uh, So about 80 to 85 percent of this at this point is funded uh, by the private sector. And uh, that's a big difference from visionary in the past, which was led and funded by the public sector. Right. And I think the other thing is, is things like Bragg, uh, they're very focused on economic development. And obviously, economic development may come out as one of the priorities when we go through this process. Right. But there will probably be a lot of other things, too. So uh, we don't intend to reinvent the wheel if, if economic development comes out as a top priority, then we'll look to the people that are already doing that work uh, and try to to expand what they're doing and, and uh, achieve some of the things that the community would like to see. You talk about momentum. Uh, there has been, and we've talked a lot about, on the podcast about the momentum that uh, Wichita has, and there's kind of been a change here uh, in the last couple of years. The Wichita flag has come up and lots of stuff going on downtown. Uh, It's a different mindset now. Uh, Certainly, the answers you get or the feedback you get now would probably be a lot different from what you might have gotten, say, five years ago. I would agree with that. And I'm, you know, I I moved back to uh, Wichita. I was born and raised here, but moved back three and a half years ago. And there is this very tangible, real shift in the attitudes of uh, people in our city in our region it's become more of a why wouldn't we do something like that in our community as opposed to why would we ever uh, you know take some new action or make some new investment it's really amazing did that surprise you when you came back you were in Oklahoma City for for a while it was surprising 
um, you know, the, the attitude of people in Oklahoma City is, is they expect to win. Right. And then when they don't, uh, they say, well, okay, we'll just win tomorrow. I mean, they're, they're very much oriented around um, being a, a great place to be and why wouldn't people want to live here. And, and it was a shift when I, I made the move back to Wichita. But I, I would tell you today we are, are much more, we're filled with much more pride for you know, our place and optimistic about where the future is going to go. And Wichita talks a lot about Oklahoma City and the changes that have gone on there and sort of compares Wichita to uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, you were there during some of the development of Oklahoma City, right? Do you see some of the same things going on in Wichita now? I think there's a lot of similarities between where we are at, at this point in our, in our development of the Wichita area and what I saw in Oklahoma City. I lived there for 10 years. Right. And, you know, all of a sudden, um, Oklahoma City found itself in this wonderful renaissance of, of Oklahoma City and the area surrounding it. And I, I think we're headed in that direction here in Wichita. Deb, you've been here for several years. You've seen this evolution. What do you make of, of the last two years and this momentum? Well, several years, you're, you're being kind. <laughs> uh, I've been in this community for more than 30 years, and, and it's nothing like I have ever experienced before. I do think that the conversation has changed. The attitudes have changed. I mean, for as long as I can remember, it's always the discussion's always been that, that Wichita has an image problem, not necessarily from the outside looking in, but from the inside, right. right, that we weren't proud of our community. And I certainly think you see that changing, and the Wichita flag is, is just evidence of that. And I do think that the conversation is not why would you stay in Wichita, but why would you leave? And that's really what we want to get to because the future of this community is all about the next generation and the next several generations and how do we create a community that people want to live in and they want to raise their families here and they can find a career here and be enriched here. And, And I think there's a great realization that we can be all of that. We're looking at a timeline that should have the report out by the end of the year to be able to start in 2019 down the road for some action plans. Do you have any expectations for how specific this vision is going to be? For example, is it going to envision specific projects that people want to get done, or is it more of general terms like making Wichita more family-friendly? So I would tell you that it's, it's going to be both, right? We'll start with broad, big vision for the area and then filter down into action plans that are going to be more specific. Now, are they project-based? We really don't know right. because we don't know what the the desires of the, the citizens are going to be. There are some big overarching strategic priorities that will lend themselves to more individual specific projects that can be completed relatively quickly. And there will be some that will look at that priority and say, wow, this might take four or five years to make significant progress on. But I think the important thing is that we want people to think big. It's don't worry about can we pull it off? How much is it going to cost? We want people's ideas. They're big ideas. Uh, and we'll, we'll see what we get. Don't hold back. That, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what a visioning process is. What do you want this community to be? Right. How do you get buy-in from organizations such as the Regional Economic Area Partnership, South Central Kansas Economic Development District, those types of things, even elected leaders? How do you get buy-in on the process for that? 
Well, it's relatively simple in that you go and ask and, and make sure that they know that they're included and that we want them to be a part of this work. And we continue, you know, as you got to keep in mind, we're about 60 days into right. to building uh, our coalition. And uh, we continue to have conversations on a daily basis with all sorts of different groups uh, and making sure that they know that they're wanted and, and they need to be a part of this effort. And I think you can, it's a testament to the work we're doing and that nobody that we have asked has turned us down at least to my knowledge right. uh, to date. And, and I think the other important thing is that nobody really owns this process, right? That's why there are four co-chairs. None of us are affiliated with un, any one particular agency. It's not a government-driven uh, initiative. This really is what does a community want. There are no pre- preconceived notions uh, going in about the outcome. It, it will be whatever the residents want it to be. You two are busy people. You've got a lot of things going on. Why did you say, yeah, I'll, I'll help co-chair this thing. I'll, I'll be part of the process. Well, I, it's, it's a great opportunity to make a difference in this community. And, and I have a passion for this community. I've been involved in it ever since I moved here in, in 1985. And I want to see it progress. And I think we're, we're on the road. We are on the upswing. And I just want to see it continue. I think the, the opportunities are endless. For me, I didn't feel like there was an option to say no when I was approached about this in January. I think this work will ensure our future success. And I'm going to be a lifelong Wichitan. And so what the next 10, 20, 30 years look like is really important, not only to me, but uh, my hope that my kids, who are now almost seven and four and a half, will want to stay in this region and want to live here and build a family here and so for me, it's a very personal uh, attachment to this kind of work as well. Right. What do you want the Wichita business community to know about Project Wichita and, and perhaps being involved? We want their involvement. The business community is an important voice uh, in Wichita, and we certainly want to make sure that it's adequately represented. So would encourage them to get involved either in the visioning team or at a minimum to allow people to come into their places of business and host focus groups or have one themselves with their leadership team or with some of their uh, some of their employees because again that's really valuable input that we want to receive yeah i would really just echo what debbie said we want to hear from you would be the message that i would would want delivered and and there's going to be lots of different ways to get involved Uh, focus groups surveys um, we'll probably be working in the fall on the action plan phase of this. So there's going to be lots of different ways to get, get involved. The vision is going to be ready by the end of the year. Hopefully you, who will drive the process into 2019? Sounds like it's going to be driven by those partners you have already. So I would, would tell you that we've got this structure in place now, or we will be delivering a document by the end of 2018 and then going forward, Uh, We've created a a separate 501c3 uh, called Opportunity Wichita, which will own this work and help drive it forward. We've added uh, staff that's shared between Opportunity Wichita in this Project Wichita effort and the Greater Wichita Partnership, and they'll be uh, ensuring that the action plans are being measured, that good progress is being made. I mean, realistically, a year from today, you should be seeing actions taken that fit in the the strategic priorities that are identified. 
lots of great stuff to watch for. Lots of great activities here coming in the uh, rest of 2018 and then into 2019 and then 10 years beyond that. Debbie Gann, Aaron Bastian, co-chairs of Project Wichita. Thank you very much for being a part of this and, uh, and being on the podcast. We appreciate it. Thanks for being a part of the project. Thanks a bunch. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week. We publish a new episode every week. You can see the others at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Our audience is growing. Thank you once again for listening and subscribing. If you have ideas for guests you'd like to hear from, please let me know. I'll do my best to get them here. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. On behalf of the great staff here, thanks for listening. Thanks once again to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.